Welcome to your show, Power Woman. From New York City to around the world, this is Madam Philosopher, and I am your host, Eve. Today's topic is the power to rise from the ashes. I'm going to repeat that. The power to rise from the ashes. I like to start with a quote, so I'm going to start with a quote from my upcoming book. It reads like this. She didn't rise from the ashes. She became the fire. Now, I'm going to tell you the difference between the topic, which is the power to rise from the ashes, and what I write in my upcoming book. She didn't rise from the ashes. She became the fire. So I'm just going to dive right in. This weekend was very much saturated with topics of life and death. You know, we who are Christian uh, celebrated the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ. We who have brothers and sisters, friends and family in Sri Lanka mourn the death of families from the attacks. We who have a relationship to the Catholic Church um, mourn literally the burning down of a historical site of great symbolism and faith for many. And so on and so on and so on. People around the world celebrated the full moon and the life they believe it brings. There was just so much going on. I felt that, you know, the whole weekend was just saturated with topics of life and death. Now, before I did this podcast, I was going to do a different topic. And the topic was the power to run on empty. And even though I may do that later on, I realized that I was experiencing a death of my own. And I won't go completely into it, but there was a series of events, of things that I needed to let go of or that I needed to surrender to or that I needed to give of myself. And there was a death to the ego in the process. Because that happens. You know, we don't just experience death in the flesh. It's not just about a physical death. We experience death in the ego. We experience death spiritually, emotionally, um, in relationships and friendships or loved ones. Um, the loss, the permanent loss of people that we love. There's so many different kinds of death that we experience. It could be a death of a dream. The death of a want, of a desire, a wish. There's so many different kinds of death. And yet, there's only one that is permanent. And from every other, and, and that's just for those who only believe in, in the physical death. I mean, those that believe in, in the soul and the spirit living on a reincarnation. I mean, there's, there's a whole other set of topics, but for this podcast, what we'll stick to the finality of, of, of our human body, of our 
physical being in this world. And, you know, that, that's the finite one, right, for us. But other than that, we go through cycles of life and death all the time. All the time. And so, you know, there's two ways to come out of it or not. And, you know, some of us rise from the ashes, but we carry the death inside of us. The true power is in being transformed in the ashes, being transformed in that death and rising as the fire. That is our true power. See, because the fire is that passion inside of us, that spirit, that undying spirit that allows us to move forward, to push forward, to keep pressing on, to have audacious hope, to have, you know, a, a resoluteness in our faith and in our dreams and in our vision. That is life. That is the burning fire in our belly. But some of us get caught in the death of it. Some of us get caught in the finality of it. it some of us get caught in what that cycle is bringing us to. You see, we get buried in our problems. We get buried in our challenges and we lose sight of life. We lose sight of what comes after. You see, this phase or this stage of death comes not to break us so that we could be permanently broken. Remember in the last podcast I talked about the power of brokenness? This death comes to us so that we can put the pieces back together again as we want, as we wish, with the vision that we have to live authentically, to live our greatest power. That's why it comes. It comes so that we can let go and shed everything that is not supposed to be there. But let me tell you something. Part of why we cannot overcome some of these phases in our lives when the cycle of death comes is because we become isolated in that. See, let me tell you, when the cycle of death, when that comes into our lives, when, you know, again, whether it be emotionally, physically, or spiritually, when it comes to us, it, it, it comes and we feel it. That's the point of it. We need to feel the letting go of what doesn't serve us anymore. We need to be active participants of burying the things that don't serve us anymore. You know, when you think of burying something, right? Um, you know, maybe in your mind, just a horrific thought comes. Um, you, you, you automatically think of sadness and permanent loss. And, you know, I lost my brother some years ago. And I remember the burial being probably the hardest part of the experience. It's, it's that permanent goodbye. But what I didn't realize is what was going to live after, the life that his legacy would have after. And, you know, when we go through this, 
Sometimes the burial, it's actually our most victorious experience. I know that that sounds weird. I know that that sounds, um, you know, maybe difficult to grasp, but think about it this way. When you bury something, you bury it into the ground, right? The ground, the earth that sustains us, that anchors us, that gives us life, okay? If we look at everything around the earth that has life, that gives us life, I mean, think about it. We breathe the oxygen, right, that the plants give us. All of this had to be buried first because it needed to root in life so then it could flourish abundantly, so that it could flourish to what it was meant and created to be. And sometimes that's what we need to do. Sometimes we need to bury what doesn't serve us so it can transform into a light being, into a life being, into something glorious and something magnificent that will have us live in our light and in our power. You know, we don't take the time to sit down and just think about these things. Think about life and the process of life. Everything around us is a reflection of us. Nature is a reflection of our life. It's a reflection of our life cycle. I talked about the seasons of a woman and how nature reflects that back to us. And this is no different, the, the cycle of life and death. Now, another reason that we stay sometimes in this space is because we stay buried in the emotion of it. When these times comes, we are to feel it. And yes, there are feelings of sadness, there are feelings of hurt, there are feelings of anxiety, feelings of loss. There's all kinds of things that we want to run away from. And we do. We do by isolating ourselves. But that's not what we're supposed to do. You see, the reason that we isolate ourselves is because we think that we're the only people going through it. You know, when I was going through my phases of, you know, depression and anxiety, you know, one of the hardest things in overcoming, not just surviving, but overcoming my trauma, it was being present with my emotions, being present with everything that I was feeling, being present with my pain, feeling it so that I could release it. That was the power. Feeling it so that I could release it. But let me tell you, there's a third part to it. Allowing my vulnerability to be powerful. And let me tell you how I did that. By sharing my story. When you don't share what you're going through, when you don't share where you are, when you don't share your season, when you are going through a cycle of death in your life and you don't want to share it, it's because you're also being buried in shame. Shame and guilt, insecurity and doubt, worthlessness, unworthiness. Does that sound familiar? Because that is where we get stuck. So let's rewind a little bit, right? You know, how? why is it that 
we don't overcome the cycle of death when it comes to our lives. One, we get stuck in the sight of it, okay? We get stuck in the experience of it. We look at the experience and we get stuck in it because our perception of it is to think that is this permanent loss and that there's nothing after. We can't see further than the experience. We can't see beyond the experience. Our vision has been compromised, if you will. And so we're stuck in this place and our faith is compromised. Our hope is compromised. Secondly, we get stuck in the emotion of it and we isolate ourselves. And that is not what we're supposed to do. We steal ourselves from the power of vulnerability. Because that power is what allows us to be transparent with our truth. And you know that knowing your truth is knowing your power. I mean, we talk about this. Knowing your truth is to know your power, your truest essence that it is alive inside of you. No matter what season you're in, no matter what cycle of death comes into your life, that power inside of you, it is alive. And it seeks life always. And because it seeks life, it will seek to transform every single experience to power to something that will serve you, to something that will serve your purpose, your destiny, to something that will charge you forward, that will fuel your passion, that will make the fire within rise in you and through you and as you. We need to take the time to really think about our journey. We are way too busy with everything that is happening around us and we don't know what's happening within us. There is so much going on in our minds, in our hearts, in our spirits, in our souls that we are not connected to because we're so busy with our minds in what is happening around us in the physical realm, that we don't know what's going on inside of us, in the spiritual realm. And this is not a, a, a religious talk. No, this is not about that. We are more than our physical being. We are spiritual beings having a human experience. We are more than meets the eye. We are more than what we can recognize with our naked eye. There is something so powerful inside of us. And that within is what needs to manifest outwardly. But we are so busy with just looking at our daily life with our problems, with our relationships and our work life and what's happening there. Let me tell you something. The moment that you stop to look outwardly 
no matter how big that problem is or how big you think it is, I will tell you that it will minimize when you learn to look within and the power in you rises. Everything that you are going through, I don't care if it's a loss of a job, a loss of a loved one, if it's a traumatic event. Let me tell you something. I've been there. And I know what it's like to get stuck there, to get stuck in this cycle of death. And it's a cycle of death that is not meant to be permanent. It's meant to transform. And we stop it. We stop our process right in the middle of it. And we bury ourselves in the middle of it. And we don't allow ourselves to rise. But that is not the purpose. Everything turns around. Okay? Everything in your life, no matter what it is, has life in it. I know that some things may seem a little harsher than others. I remember when I used to sit down and just cry and drown in my tears. Just this weekend, I had a moment with my partner. And, you know, I, I slipped away into the room and I sat in a corner and I wept. And even thinking about it just makes me very emotional. And he came into the room and he asked me if I was okay. And I said, I'm more than okay. And I guess maybe the fact that I was crying so much and, you know, made it a little confusing. So I kept on and I explained to him that there was a point in my life when I did cry because I was so desperate from the hurt that I felt, from the pain that I felt. I remember living in my car. I remember it was snowing and, oh my God, it was the middle of winter and I was somewhere in the New Jersey Turnpike. I was in a rest stop and... You know, I was, I was just so ignorant about things that I left my car on, you know, to stay warm. And obviously that's so dangerous. And, but I, I, I didn't even know. I just, I, I, I'm telling you, a higher power was looking out for me. But it started to snow so badly. And I remember there was a blizzard. And my car was getting covered in snow. I couldn't see outside of my car. And I, I started to cry from being cold, from feeling lonely, forgotten by the world, forgotten, you know, by God, by everything that I believed in. I felt that my, my hope and my faith had forsaken me, and I just felt completely alone. And, but I remembered there was this little spark inside of me, and I, I don't know where it came from, but I have to say that it's that part of us that spirit in us that has never been hurt, that has never been broken, that doesn't know shame, doesn't know unworthiness, doesn't know pain, doesn't know trauma, doesn't know these experiences for the way we perceive them, but only knows our truth and our authentic self, only knows our power within, only feels the fire within and that little spark in me 
just said to me, it's going to be okay. In the middle of that, I still heard in my heart something speak to me saying, it's going to be okay. And I started to dream. And let me tell you something. I don't know. You know, there's times when I've been in so much uh, better situations, let's just say, um, happier places, um, you know, sunny weather, I've traveled around the world and seen the most beautiful places, and I haven't dreamed as much as I dreamed in that moment. I started to see myself successful, and I'm not talking about titles or, you know, um, salaries or positions. I saw myself overcoming that experience. And it wasn't, a, like I said, it wasn't about a specific title or position or anything that I wanted, that I aspired to. I just saw myself perfect, whole, and complete. I saw myself happy. I saw myself telling people how I overcame that. I saw myself as I am now. I envisioned that. And I became that. You see, in the ashes of my life, I became the fire in my life. And that is the same for you. That is the same for every single person who takes this journey and who decides that you are enough, that you are worthy to rise from that place. I know a lot of us have heard, you know, the story of the phoenix. It's so funny because early in my life, so many people compared me to that story or, you know, called me the phoenix. And I didn't quite understand what it meant as much as I do now. I appreciated the fact that people were trying to compare me to, you know, some mystical being or, you know, a story that um, meant so much and, and I it spoke so much power, but I couldn't relate to it. I, I couldn't identify. I, it wasn't my truth, not back then. Even if it was my truth, I didn't know it. I wasn't connected to it. But I started to read about it. And, you know, obviously it's about, you know, the bird that, that has to die first before it's transformed into its power being into this phoenix that rises from the ashes like fire. And, and you know something? That has never been more true in my life than right now. And that's why I was weeping so much this weekend because I was telling my partner just how grateful I am to know that you can be in this space and you can overcome. There is life after death. There is light after the darkness. You see, we know there's darkness before dawn, but yet when we are in that space, we forget that the sun is about to rise. We do, we forget. Our vision is completely blurred. You know, our, our mind is confused. Our, our emotions stir up like all of our fears and our insecurities and our doubts. Our sadness, our depression, our anxiety. 
And we get caught up in that. And we forget that the sun is about to rise. And I am not just talking about the sun that we look at. I'm talking about that sun inside of you, that light inside of you, that fire inside of you that is about to rise within you. You are listening to this. Know that there are no coincidences. You see, the universe will conspire on your behalf. If you are in this place of seeking and searching and wanting more, then the universe is telling you that more is yours right now, in this moment. You can have the life that you want because it's already inside of you. You can have whatever you are dreaming for. It's already yours because it's inside of you. You know, I spoke at an event last week and I asked the audience a question. And I asked them, if I can give you a gift that would make all your dreams come true, how many of you would want that? If there was a gift in the world that existed, something that I can give you, that you would think this will make all of my dreams come true. This will allow me to live the life that I want. This will allow me to be the most powerful expression of my authentic self. This will give me the freedom to live fearlessly without limits and be me. How many of you would want that? And the entire room raised their hands. And I know that if I asked you guys the same question, most of you would say yes. If there's a gift out there, I want it. But the gift that you've been waiting for, it's you. You are the gift of life. You are the gift of that fire that will burn inside of you, that will activate your passion, that will help you thrive in your purpose, that will power up your destiny. The gift is you. So don't just rise from the ashes and stay in death. The power to rise from the ashes is that you don't just rise from the ashes. You become the fire. Thank you for tuning in, Power Woman. This is your show, Madam Philosopher, from New York City to around the world. And I am your host, Eve. Until the next episode.